<laughs> Yo, what up, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to Xbox Ultimate Podcast, episode number 124. Yeah, sorry for the late start today, everybody. Um, crazy day today, crazy day. Um, but got here uh, five minutes after showtime. Got home five minutes after showtime. So, uh, But we're, we're, we're here ready to be live. Um, thanks to the panel for being here. Psycho's a little under the weather, weather so he's not uh, joining us today. But shout out to Psycho. Hope you start feeling better. Um, shout out to the chat for hanging out with us, uh, ready for the show to start uh, almost an hour late, 45 minutes later than usual. So you guys are awesome, as always. Uh, appreciate you, all the support, and just being here. Uh, you rock. But let's get started into these uh, familiar faces. Uh, the one and only... Felix the cat himself, Fuzzy Belvedere. What's up, Felix? What's up, Felix, aka Fuzzy, whatever you want to say. <laughs> What's up, everyone? Glad to be here with you guys. Man, just looking forward to these topics and definitely enjoying the heck out of uh, Undisputed. You know, they really need to bring Fight Night back. Yeah. EA, I hope I hope you're watching. <laughs> yeah, it looks like it look kind of looks like uh, I was looking at your clips. It looks like a poor man's Fight Night a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it it needs some work still but it but it's still a lot of fun yeah. like i think the biggest thing now i know the online community uh was complaining about like the those that were quitting so they uh the dev went and patched it so you don't get a, a loss you know if the part the other person leaves early type of deal so they got that kind of fix so so the rage quitters are gonna now get the losses instead of uh like the other way around but yeah. um graphically it, it looks better than what those compressed clips are are showing yeah uh some of the ringside stuff like I, I keep on picking the gym ones as opposed to like the you know the real fight night type you know arenas and stuff mm-hmm. but uh overall 50 boxers i'm hoping they add a ton more i know it's probably going to be like dlc or or microtransactions for addition for certain fighters just because of the amount that they're going to want but Still a ton of fun. Still getting used to some of the mechanics. The blocking I got to get a little bit better at, but um, starting to get used to the controls a bit more, and it, it's a ton of fun right now. Yeah, right on, man. And the, the one thing I noticed was like it seemed like the animations are a little like herky jerky, right? Like yeah, a little, a little like stiff, a little something. stiff. But like that, I mean, I know it's a small team, but like that doesn't necessarily mean it's bad or anything. Uh I, I do want Fight Night to come back, though, man, because yeah. it was so good. I mean, me and Pong were talking about that a little bit, uh, and he was saying, I hope but, this But I got to say, up. hey, listen, I, I, listen, Undisputed uh, Devs, if you're, if you're watching this mm-hmm. right now, uh, go with the punch-out slash ready-to-rumble physics that Fuzzy was showing off, where the guy flies as you're hitting <laughs> the knockout. Keep that in there. Just, just roll yeah. with that. Accentuate that part of it because I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, have one comedic part of it because I thought that was yeah. awesome. So, <laughs> that was awesome. But how you doing, Pong? Doing all right? Uh, I'm fine. It's Friday night. We're late. Uh, I want to get in a game of age before I go to bed tonight. So uh, we yeah. gotta get down to business. But no, this is. Yeah. Uh, it's been awesome. Uh, week uh, for news and of course age empires 2 definitive edition dropping has been fantastic we've been killing it uh, i've been playing it single uh, player as well um, so yeah it's been freaking amazing man so i'm excited we got a lot going on tonight i hope everybody in the chat a hey, quick quick shout out to maddie burns maddie 
Great to have you in yeah. the chat, How's sir. I know you're hand? always lurking. I know you're always lurking, but great to see you in there, brother. So. Yeah, he got, he got like that fucking swollen ass hand, man. I saw oh, that yeah. picture. Yep. yep. Uh, shout out to Matt, <laughs> yep. dude. Like, yeah. I, I, shout out to Matty, bro. I'm, I'm glad your hand is okay after seeing yeah. that because yeah, I mean, no you had shit. a you had an animal in there or something. It's stuck under your skin. That was crazy. <laughs> I, I, um. But thank, and, uh, yeah, thanks for everybody for being here. Uh, appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, and real and real quick too, uh, RoboQuest. A lot of people uh, did not see that dropping into Game Pass this week. Uh, RoboQuest is in game preview right now. I went through the tutorial part of it. If you guys, if any guys and gals out there like Gunfire Reborn, first-person roguelike shooter, try out RoboQuest. Uh, obviously, so, still in preview. It plays faster than Gunfire Reborn, but there's something there. It's a cool little game, so check it out. I, I, they got some work to do on it a little bit here and there, uh, but obviously, you know, again, game preview. It's in Game Pass. Check it out. Cool little game, so I want to give that thing a shout-out real quick, too, as well. But yeah. uh, go go download Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition. Everybody, try it. Uh, Tony yeah. was saying RoboQuest is fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I said, if you're into Gunfire Reborn uh, style, go check that out. Just I haven't out. tried Anyways, out Gunfire Reborn yet. Um, it's so awesome, dude. PTK yeah. loves it too. It's really. I, I good. keep meaning to. It's just like yeah. you know, keep playing the games that I, I like. Know. I've been playing. It's like I want to play so many different things. Um, shout out to uh, Nix. Also, Nix says he wants this show to run into his living split screen. <laughs> that's not gonna happen sir no that's not gonna happen no okay not pulling an all-nighter for xbox ultimate that's all yeah. i got to say hey what are you trying to say about xbox ultimate pong huh huh it's not important enough to run eight hours or nine hours into or 12 hours almost eight Listen, 11 hours if, we, if we had something really cool to do absolutely yeah. you know i'm down we're gonna hey let's just have a 11 hour age of empires, age of empires yeah. let's sure go. but you i'm know? still gonna need some sleep yeah okay? i understand yeah <laughs> I understand. Uh, shout out to Jasper. What's up, man? How you doing? Yeah, you know, doing pretty good. Uh, I was playing for Spoken Day, still cleaning up those collectibles. So what I've been up to, almost done, maybe another hour or two, and then got all the achievements for that game. So just capping. You're just capping. Yeah. The game's terrible. How can you play it, Jasper? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I just like bad stuff. <laughs> did you say you're playing for Spoken again? No, I said I'm going to. Wait, what? I, what did you Where say? the hell is I, that? I, I was trying to look at my <laughs> I, I thought I thought Pong was talking about Forspoken because you're like the one person that liked it. Yeah, yeah because just, that's what Jasper said he was playing. It. Right. Yeah, and, He's and getting all, all the collectibles. collectibles. Yeah, so you're playing it again? Like you playing through? Do you have to do all another run through or like? No, it's oh, once you finish the game, it's just oh, open world. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Why well, you acting like I'm crazy? You're asking. <laughs> I th- because I th- no one said that. No, because <laughs> nobody said he was playing through it again. He I, just get well, the I, thought, I thought like once you beat it, like it was over and you'd have to like start over again. I didn't know it was like an ongoing game. Well, that, that, you know? that like, would have been the more appropriate question. So, uh, Jasper, do you have to play through Forspoken again to get all no, the No, you beat or? it and it just ends <laughs> yes. where the game ends and you continue. <laughs> like okay. most other open world games. I apologize <laughs> for the phrasing of my question. Okay. You sound better tonight though, Math. Are you yeah, really coughing? I think PM so. PM, you were dying a couple times, <laughs> dude. Like it just hits me and comes and goes. Like I'm still, yeah. I'm still hacking up stuff a little bit, but like it, oh, overall, like it's much better today. Good. Um, still having like body aches and stuff though. I, I think we had COVID. I just didn't ever like get, test myself for it, you know. Yeah. But I was stuck at home anyway, so it didn't really matter. Um, right. But yeah. Anyway, 
yeah, we got some lots of stuff to talk about. Um, quite a bit of stuff actually. Um, but we'll we'll run through things pretty quickly because you know we are getting a late start tonight. Everybody, again, apologize for that, and thank you all for being patient. Um, but yeah, I want I well, the main thing I wanted to talk about with this show was just like Crossfire X. Yeah. Hundred percent. Okay. Are you playing? <laughs> are you playing that again, Jasper? I do- I downloaded it to play through the campaign finally because I didn't get a chance to campaign it. So I'm actually yeah. going to check out the campaign because I want to see how bad it is. So I actually did download it. Is that one of the ones that's getting shut down? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's going to be gone. So there's like a that's one of the things I did want to talk about a little bit. Is, oh, you didn't know Crossfire X came out today and they said they're going to shut down. Sorry, I haven't been I thought, like I thought you saw. I thought that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought you totally had seen it. That's why you were just no, like, oh, I, yeah, I was actually going to talk about some of these other oh, games, the service yeah. games. I didn't know Crossfire May, X was May, in the list. It's over with. May yeah. it's over ah, with. Well, good oh, good riddance. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, but yeah, it seems like there's like a lot of these live service games all of a sudden just getting the axe, you yep. know? Um, all at once, you know, you had all those mobile versions of games, you had all these different things. New fiscal year, man. Yeah. New fiscal is year, is so that what it is? Because like Knockout City was the one I, I know about. But and, what's weird about them though is they last year they pulled out of EA because they didn't like the deal that EA gave them, or whatever. So they were like, we're going to go independent with it. So I think they probably just saw that it's not worth it to keep up the servers for them. So yeah. Well, I mean, okay, so Knockout City, Crossfire X. Uh, there's Apex Mobile, right? Yep. Uh, was it the Battlefield Mobile? Mobile? Yep. So there's a lot of EA Rumbleverse. stuff. Rumbleverse. And then and Knockout City isn't EA anymore, but that's still getting cut. Yeah. Um, Crossfire X. Yep. Rumbleverse. Yeah. Rumbleverse, which was isn't that the brand? Isn't that like brand new from that uh, studio that made uh, yeah, Iron yes. Galaxy? Uh, yeah, that's Iron the, Galaxy. The, the guys Killer, that made Killer Instinct. Killer Instinct. Yep. Wow. I mean, what I wanted to ask is, is this a sign that potentially these companies are going to start swinging for the next Fortnite, right? Because we've had so many attempts now from all these companies to make the next free-to-play thing, right? And at some point, it seems like these are obviously financial failures for them. Otherwise, it'd be ongoing still. Um, Is this something that maybe they're going to learn from or is this going to be just trying the next thing and then the next thing uh because it's a lot of cancellations at once and maybe if anything from ea maybe it would change their minds i, I don't know um or or do you all think maybe even the next battlefield will be free to play like I'm, they're gonna I'm double kinda, down on it i'm kind of worried about ubisoft right now with division because they delayed their whole seasonal update Really? And they delayed their their ongoing. That's because there's one guy thing. working on it. So yeah, yeah. Well, like, <laughs> what are you guys? And he and from he me? got sick, yeah. so it's over with. <laughs> I'm just one man. I'm sorry, I can't keep up with your demands. Um, yeah, the vision stuff. Like they formed that new team, right? That split mm-hmm. it off, but then they just quickly assigned most of them to other things, right? Yeah. So. Um, I don't know, man. I, I feel like our hoorah of Division Two like s- caused them to like hire a bunch of people to do this, and then, <laughs> and then we thirty stopped... more people bought the game. It's like, <laughs> oh, it's coming back up. Yeah, then we stopped playing it. They're like, hey, fuck. Well, we lost. We lost the X. Ex- we lost the fun <laughs> speculation crew. We lost those guys. It's over. It's over with. But we still got fuzzy, you know. But all yeah. he does is play and then post about what's wrong with our fucking game on Twitter. <laughs> so like, what's what are we supposed to do? Um. <laughs> 
Yeah, it, it's weird though. So y'all don't think this is a sign that they're gonna stop doing these things at all? Oh, hopefully not. Like, it, I, I I think the big problem now is that these live service games have to find a way to hook people in in a way that works for them and not necessarily copying what you know Fortnite has done or what like um what it, I keep on wanting to call it soccer cars uh Rocket League is done <laughs> soccer, soccer cars, cars. <laughs> that's the that's the sequel. That, that would have been what Atari named it back in the 2600 days <laughs> that, that'll be about then that'll be uh, Ubisoft's <laughs> version of come out yeah, um, yeah like like they they already lost the the one that they had where it was like um like a, a Fortnite copy where it was like hyperscape or something like that yeah. I think it was that one didn't seem to last like they that was much, I think killed that twice that almost. lasted only like a month like before it was like dead you know yeah. pretty much yeah that was an apex copy more than anything I you know Ty guy Ty guy Travis from IGN and Season Gaming he had a good thread today about it um because he had he had been Going back and forth with a couple people on it because there's a bunch of people out there saying, "Oh, games as a service is dead." Uh, you know, this is this is the sign; everything's going away. He had a great thread, and he just pointed out that no, it's not going away because there's still a lot of success stories out there, and ROI on those things, if you do get it right, is huge. Yeah. and it doesn't cost these companies a ton to jump into it because, again, these aren't sure they're putting money into it. But it's not like a full AAA budget or anything close to it. So he said, no, companies are going to continue to try. What this says, though, is that the competition is fierce, right? Um, and that you do have to find the right mix to make it work. It's not easy. You can't just slap anything down and a bunch of people are going to come play it for a long time. So that's not going to happen. So, um, you know, I got to agree you know, and again, I'm paraphrasing some of his points and stuff and adding some of mine in there. But I got to yeah. agree with a lot of that, that I think that these companies will continue to try. Because, again, if all it takes is one and if you right. get one right, you're basically funding your, you know, you're funding a bunch of your AAA projects down the road. So, um, you know, these companies are going to continue. Um, maybe some of them will rethink how they go about doing it. Maybe Ubisoft might pull back. Maybe but, more selective. You know, more selective on what they put out there but like sony is still stating 12 games of service yeah. by 2025 so yeah we're still going to continue to see them and again i'm a fan of the concept i'm not one of those people that yeah. hate games as a service because again i get to try it get to determine how much time and how much money i'm going to spend but it costs me nothing to get into the game and i like that aspect yeah. of it but uh, if it's okay. done right for sure yeah. i i'm yeah. i'm with you on that i don't mind it yeah. i do yeah. think that some of these companies have gone too much with trying to catch that one thing. And like, they put sure. like, like 80% of their dev teams on like trying to like find out some way to like Ubisoft is what I'm talking about right now, obviously. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but there, there's companies like Microsoft is big in games of service and live service games. Right. But they like, they come out with these games that there's plenty of content in. And then they support them over long periods of time, right? So, like, except for it, Halo Infinite, except for yeah, you have your <laughs> you have your failures in there as well, right? You you don't always hit sorry, the jackpot. Sorry, I couldn't could help it. The one that blow. they the one that they couldn't fuck up is the one that they fucked up, right? Uh, but there's still hope because of the model that maybe it can come back with a multiplayer side at least, right? Um, but like you know, Sea of Thieves is a good example. You know, Age 
of empires Which, is a good example as well right? like, it kind of like grew into games as a service more than like it wasn't like it was probably planned that way but like yeah, early on was. cfts was really rough like oh it failed yeah yeah i mean like, they, they, they really came back the, around so. yeah they they gave it a but second they, chance like they thought they talked about closing it down and they gave well, it a but you know chance. why because they hit the content you know right. that like they right. hit like monthly updates for a long time right that were pretty substantial and the game just kept every month kept getting better and better and better and mm-hmm. better then they started these bigger expansions and bigger content and guess what the player base grew instead of shrink yep. you know and it still is i think you know like yep. it's uh, still doing well minecraft is another obvious example mm-hmm. um grounded uh yeah and uh you know i think forza motorsport maybe that if forza horizon kind of is you know you, you pay mm-hmm. for it but it gets updated over time and you know supported for a long period of time as well a lot of these it seems like if they try to force it as a service it doesn't work so it's like it's almost has to be like they have to I, capture some sort of magic a, and then like it's gotta yeah. at the end of the day be a good game first Correct. right which Correct. i which is where i think a lot of them miss the mark because that for them it's like for a lot of the uh developers or publishers out there it's like let's try and come up with an idea of monetization and make a game around that right soft right Ubisoft. we just talked about this with yes. Ubisoft, right <laughs> that's their problem is they go into every discussion with the developers how are you going to monetize this yeah we can't make that game first make the game first and then you can figure out there's there's ways to right. make money off of different right. games you know what right. i mean even if it's like single player right. stuff Right. Um, but, you know, games like Elden Ring and other games out there have shown, you know, even like Hi-Fi Rush now is a pretty uh, su- surprise hit uh, sales wise, or, you know. So like even games like that have shown like you can still have a single player experience. If it's really good, it's going to sell, you know, like I feel like quality and creativity should still be at the forefront of the decisions on what's made as opposed to monetization. And I hopefully it's a learning experience. At least, you know, I think I feel like a lot of the ones that got canceled were all, there's still like a second wave of attempts to catch that Fortnite magic or whatever. Yeah. You know, Apex hit it. Hit. Apex was successful uh, for a long time. Uh, Fortnite was successful, and you have some, you know, PUBG was successful for a long time, and, and, and other games. But like, still there's, is. there's there yeah, there's still there's some like so many attempts out there that are failures, right? And um, it's it's uh it's interesting to see like what's going to happen with the decisions that they make i just hope like they s- stop trying to force everything into the model right yes you right. know so right we'll see you don't need that yeah <laughs> that's not what i'm looking for um speaking of something i, w- I wanted to get into uh I- i've been thinking about this a lot because you know this news from 343 came out more uh, from schreier uh, confirming the stuff that he had tried to deny Dismiss. before, <laughs> which was weird. I, it, I, I I talked about this with Pong last night, guys, but I don't know if y'all caught that either. Y'all notice like Schreier put out this report, which was like pretty much the same report of the person that he tried to say was false like a couple weeks ago. You yeah. remember that? I mean, he's like, this is false. And then yesterday, his report was pretty much like the same things, right? <laughs> Did y'all find that interesting? He's like trying to gatekeep like what he can. If it's three bad three four three news, he's the only one that's allowed to talk about it, right? Like <laughs> only um, he can confirm it so, or verify it. Um, 
who knows what's the long run for three four three? This could be a good thing. We talked about it a lot last night with uh, Pong and I. But what I what I wanted to get into here is the other aspect of this, right? Because uh, the other aspect of this report was that certain affinity and Tatanka could have potentially evolved into something more, right? And they're the test bed for UB5 now with Halo, okay? Um, now, we know certain affinity is big time with multiplayer games and has been a support studio for many multiplayer franchises out there, including games like Call of Duty, Doom, um, and Halo, right uh big time franchises also there's rumors of this project suerte who knows where that stands now maybe it's pulled back because of the reinforcement back into halo uh for certain affinity and they also have some other projects that they're supposed to be working on by themselves um but i was thinking about this because man um i feel like it would be a disaster if somebody else came in and acquired certain affinity oh, for microsoft yeah. don't you jinx it don't put no, that I'm just saying, like, I, <laughs> l l listen up here. I, I've said for a while now, like, yeah. when people ask who's the most important studio yes. for Xbox to acquire, I say certain affinity. You got to, like, put in the, you got to, like, mind fuck them to say, hey, look, we want to be acquired all of a sudden. Because let's say somebody comes in, like, an, I think Tencent may already be invested somewhat, or who knows mm -hmm. who else may have investments with them, right? But um, somebody comes in with a big enough check. Right. Or let's say Sony like wants to get some multiplayer stuff really sorted out and they go after a team like certain affinity, you know, because that would be a big get for them to, to pair with Bungie. Right. I mean, that they used to work together. Max Holberman comes from Bungie originally. You know what I mean? So like there's I feel like it would be almost it would be almost disastrous for Microsoft mm -hmm. if they yes. lost the ability to work with certain affinity on their projects uh, because ABK acquisition, Call of Duty. You, you have id you have doom and you got and you got halo right so i don't know they i feel like they got to make a find a way to make this happen but before they get acquired by somebody else mm -hmm. that's without yeah, question I, i'm not going to disagree i i just microsoft's I mean, luck it it it'll, it'll somebody will beat them to it hopefully it's embracer and maybe they flip it for double the price i mean they're going to have that 600 mil in their pocket right now so <laughs> i would say it would hurt Microsoft if they don't get Activision. Because yeah. if they get Activision, then they'll have all the Call of Duty studios, which can make some decent shooters. But yeah, like, but yeah. certain affinity but certain supports affinity on help those Call studios. Duty. Yeah, but they don't <laughs> help them on the main... Like They do like a couple maps and like a couple modes sure, every now and then. But they don't make where, the whole fucking game. You know? But that's, <laughs> where problem are, that's where people are having problems these days, Jasper, uh, with the lack of talent is support studios, right? Ubisoft is the only one that is insulated. That's why they're so god awful big right now is because they have so many they have their own internal support studios everybody's looking for those specialized support studios to help on games now especially the multiplayer side of things you gotta lock up certain affinity you have to well especially I, I, now like this tatanka thing is like they're yes, resting a lot of their hopes I'm, with halo with this right imagine somebody comes in and gets gets them and it's yeah. like they can't continue support on whatever that is in the future that, that's well, there's the probably whole, a contract there that there's probably have. a contract there. yeah but, but how many but, times have we said that and seen that and then yeah. like you know, like all of a sudden, well, yeah, we put out the game, but now we're working on this other Dropping project. Support, yeah. Well, we, we had talked about this so much when we talked about what acquisitions needed to happen right afterwards. A certain affinity was at the top of all yeah. or most of our lists, right? And this was be because of the ABK deal going through. We were assuming ABK was going through, and obviously certain affinity needed to come in uh, with the Call of Duty support. Um, but now, yeah, Mav, you're absolutely correct with this new information that they are now 
the ones that are going to kind of be the testers on UE5 for Halo and that this battle royale might be turning into something bigger for sure. I mean, yeah. they they should have something in play. I Screw the ABK deal. At this point, what's going to happen is going to happen. A deal like certain affinity isn't going to cost you one way or the other in the ABK deal. Go just announce this. Get it done behind the scenes and announce it. Yeah, I feel like you got to overpay for those guys at this yes. point. You got. I, 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 really I guess they're like a private company, so like, do you have to yeah. announce that like right away? No, you don't, you don't yeah, have so. to. It's not the same as a publicly yeah. traded company. So like, so. It also with the, I mean with the with the decline of three four three in staff, right? Like in the amount of people that are working on the game, that also adds more value to to certain affinity because they have experience on Halo, just as much as. Anybody out there, right? Right. Three for they have as they much as three for three. They have as much as Bungie at this point. I mean, like they were they uh, Max Holberman and the team at Certain Affinity were formed from Bungie originally, Correct. right? Like Correct. they left. He Sir, Max Holberman left Bungie. He formed Certain Affinity, took some talent from there and grew grew also. Became a support studio for Halo back then. Supported games like Halo. I forget what's the first one they supported on. It could have been even Halo. Was it three? Four? I think. I uh, think Halo it was. I, they did the anniversary map uh, DLC for Reach. I know that. Um, I, I they could have been in as soon as Reach or, or three. I I don't know. You know. Um, but they, they've always they've been involved since the 360 days, right? So you talk about them, and then they went on to you know became a target for other big studios to hey we see your multiplayer experts they like it hired them to do or bethesda hired who if it was part of bethesda back then i think so i don't remember yes. but the, they had hired them to make the multiplayer for doom right? right uh like different aspects like this like there there have so many ties with these properties you know what i mean so um, what if they nail it math what if they nail it and the feeling with the UE5 and a Halo game from them is good, right? Yeah. Well, if the the, if anybody like, unders- good. understands right. how a multiplayer, like, good core yes. gameplay balance feels with Halo, right. Right. it's certain affinity. That's right? what I'm saying. And once they nail it, you haven't locked them down. Like, they, you're going to need them to help other teams that might come in and do Halo stuff in UE5 that maybe help them figure out how yeah. to make sure that they get that feeling that we talked about last night down. Right. Yeah. So it becomes even more important. So yeah. 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 Out of all the third party studios out there, I'm just, I'm just, it just yeah. puts it's so they're so entrenched with Microsoft now, like especially with halo now and all these things. Like I just imagine the world like Jasper and fuzzy, like tomorrow an announcement comes in. Sony has acquired certain affinity. <laughs> right. I mean, it, it's possible, you know. Again, yeah. like I said, Max Holman has bungee ties originally as well. Like, how how big how bad would that be for Xbox, Buzz? It, it would be so bad to the point where somebody's head needs to roll over at Microsoft at that point. Like, <laughs> there's there's a couple ways they could probably seal the deal without having it to be a big deal. Like in the sense that. The ABK deal is going to probably go through. We know that ABK or at least Blizzard had acquired a support studio during this whole, you know, uh, acquisition stuff. If they don't have somebody over at Blizzard say, hey, go ahead and start the paperwork <laughs> to go ahead and acquire certain affinity before we acquire you. So at least that's locked down. So that way it doesn't go to Bungie or somewhere else that that that's an easier 
approach that they could do if if Microsoft is that afraid that they can't you know touch anything or sign any paperwork private or, or public then let ABK do it because they've already acquired somebody so that to me would make the most sense to kind of put that to rest lock it down and make sure that you know Bungie or or Sony themselves don't swoop in because if you look at like the whole you know um what do you call them? Like a uh, crystal dynamics deal or, or the IDOS Montreal. It's like, you, you have to be wondering like, unless they're going to sell the studio to Microsoft, which it looks like, I guess eventually everything is going to probably go to Amazon. It, it It's such a missed opportunity, especially when you have, yeah, you have a contract saying that these guys have to help you with this game. But now the rumor is that, you know, Tomb Raider will probably release before perfect dark, which I guess had a later start. I don't know. It it just it, it. Hopefully, Microsoft learned their lesson after the whole. Um, uh, what was that? The initiative. The Crackdown Three. Oh, Crackdown Three. Oh, yeah, and and the initiative stuff, but the, like yeah. Crackdown Three was like the the worst one because they were in development hell. Then they finally got a hold of this whole you know destructible environment stuff, only to let those guys slip through their fingers oh. at the last minute, and whoever bought it. They didn't take them to court or take them to task on on having some sort of contract, something that they could at least have that locked down or finished up or whatever. No, they they had to start from scratch again. It was like the like somebody should have lost their job on that. Like, honestly, there, there's no reason why you spend seven years to develop something. And then the last month, it's like, oh, they got acquired and we can't use that tech anymore. What are you serious? So, yeah, I I. Fingers crossed somebody over at ABK has already got some paperwork going or maybe Microsoft is bold enough to have some paperwork going. And, you know, they've they've convinced the people at Cerner Infinity, anybody that knocks at the door, even if it's a bigger check, we'll make a bigger check than that kind of thing to hopefully, you know, prevent them from slipping through their fingers at the last minute. Yeah. Killer Instinct and Iron Galaxy. Yeah. (laughs) That was another one one (laughs) that slipped through. Uh, they've learned had a lot of those. Hopefully. Yes, they have. They have, and they're in a different position now. And again, I don't care about the ABK deal. It's not going to affect it one way or another. A deal of this size, it's not. There's just to support studio at the mm-hmm. end of the day. But like you said, Fuzzy, if they are scared, if the attorneys are like, no, then yeah, you got to find a workaround. You got to have something. You got to have at least a handshake and a and a wink underneath the table. Something. Yeah. Something. Yeah, I think it would be like. It would be a big misstep. It would feel like another it, Crystal it would, Dynamics situation, right? I think almost. it would only hurt Halo, but Halo's already hurting, so like, how much more can that Well, that, it would be worse <laughs> for Halo, which I don't want. That's what I'm saying. Like, like Certain Affinity and 343 together still gives me like some hope right, for Halo in the future, right? If you lose like Certain Affinity, also, it just like takes one good team away from you that is also familiar with the franchise, you know, uh, dating back to the origins of the franchise with Max Oberman as well. So, like, I uh, I just I just want them to make that happen. That's why I'm putting it out there. In case any Xbox execs are listening, right? <laughs> don't let somebody come in and acquire, you know, certain affinity. I don't, I, they probably don't want to be acquired. Otherwise, they probably would have already at this point by Microsoft. You know what I mean? But, like, 
money talks, baby. You know what I mean? It's like money talks, private company. The offer you can't confuse or can't refuse. I'm going to make you a very easy to understand offer. You can't confuse this one. <laughs> this offer is so easy to understand. It's a straight $100 million. No 99, no 98. We 100. give you money. We own you. We give you lots of money. So simple. Can't confuse it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I would love. I would love to see if that would be some excitement for the future of Halo too. If that it was announced. Yeah, I, I would. I would believe right. Yeah, so. it just I think the BR they're working on it. It all depends on how tight it is and with Infinite. If it's like really connected where you can't separate it, it's going to be good for Infinite. But it, then that game has to take off the BR. Um, if it doesn't take off, then they're just going to probably. I, I feel like at this point it's going to be separate because it's different engines and everything. And, and like, I feel like they're calling Infinite a wash. It's going to support the multiplayer aspects of it to live up to somewhat of yeah, the promise. But if you play as Spartans in that, people are going to bitch that you can't carry over your Infinite skins that you just wasted. Well, unless certain Affinity does a badass job actually having a lot of content <laughs> and a lot of skins, because how many fucking skins do we really even have in Infinite at this point? You know what I mean? It's like, well, we're know what to expect with Infinite, at least going forward for the most part. And I, I feel like um, cert, this certain Affinity game, whenever it hits, will be something fresh and brand new, right? Maybe maybe the skins can't carry over. Maybe they can port them from Slip Space to Unreal, right? Maybe that's a possibility. That's something they've done in the past with the Master Chief Collection because like the UI was unreal but the game was yeah you know, they made was, all the uh halo reach armor in unreal yeah so. it's it's done it's possible maybe maybe that's where pierre heinz because he has experience with that stuff as well you know can come in and help um gonna be interesting to find out what regardless uh moving on besides that discussion though is uh there's more ftc abk e ec uh, stuff out there um, right now. Uh, it seems like third time's a charm. Trying to, Sony's trying to get that loss, uh, lawsuit pushed back again uh, from uh, Microsoft. Microsoft has subpoenaed Sony for the, all their documents. And the, what was interesting this time, like if this rumor's true, we kind of got some insight into everything that Microsoft is asking for. <laughs> Which Payback's like, a bitch, everybody. <laughs> Payback is a bitch. They are coming for Sony. Which was like pretty extreme. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. Um, now, I think some of Sony's claims as they're just trying to complain as well to like make it mm -hmm. seem worse than it is, right? Because they're like, this is ridiculous. We shouldn't have to show you this. It's going to cost us $2 million to produce these documents. Yes. Um, how can it cost Careful two million dollars for to produce documents? Because they have working. to go through each one. The attorneys will have to approve each document. So attorney I'm fees sure. and stuff. I'm, I'm sure they would have. They're I'm sure they premium could They would have to redact certain information. <laughs> this like, is going to take us eighteen years. <laughs> yeah, they said. They said many, many weeks is what they said. Oh, many, so. many weeks. Ooh, <laughs> this will take us many, many weeks. You know. Well, guess what? They may not have an opportunity to look through them very thoroughly. No. Because uh, the judges are going to have to decide. Now, the judges did grant them an extension, but not the full yeah. extension that they had asked no. for. They had asked for the 15th, and it seems that they were granted the 10th, according yeah. to the rumors, right? right. Seven uh, days, I think they said. And the so, FTC has also subpoenaed 
documents from yeah. them as well, which they have to respond to by the 15th. And so, so it, with all of this, you know, I, I wonder what the FTC subpoena for documents looks like if it kind of airs in line with Microsoft. Just, just to give the chat an idea, Microsoft wants stuff that goes back to 2012, supposedly. So yeah, which makes sense for last generation. <laughs> that's being considered with yeah. the Call of Duty thing, yep. right? Like, yep. uh, correct. So that you know, is this a little bit of like Sony, like just realizing that maybe they done fucked up here, uh, possibly. Mm-hmm. Fuck around and find out. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, kind of, that kind of that kind of situation. The more you fuck yeah. around, the more you're gonna find out. <laughs> I doubt. <laughs> Uh, they I mean, put a bullseye on themselves. I mean, this is again. I love corporate on corporate violence. This is this is doesn't get any better than this right now. This is popcorn time, folks. Yeah. Uh, because we don't know what we're going to be able to see. We don't know what's going to come out. But I mean, again, uh, witnesses have already been listed, and Jim Ryan and Phil Spencer are both listed as witnesses that will be called uh, to testify. So shit's again. It's we should never be surprised in this deal. What's happening but because we never get to see this stuff and we never hear about this stuff this one is special and i love this man this is great stuff man i can't wait to see if we get actual information out of this it's gonna be fun so apparently also the ec has released their uh, statement of objections as well at this point now yeah i I saw Uh, somebody's funny tweet about that too man somebody said i was forwarded from uh, by jim ryan Two Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> uh, straight from Jim Ryan's desk uh, yep. you know, at the EC headquarters. Um, I I feel like um, this is just like it was at the CMA. You know, uh, this is a protocol thing. It's you know just we're at we're at the point. We talked about this a couple of weeks back when we were getting into this, right? That this next few months there's not going to be a lot of like public statements right instead there's going to be a lot more of the nitty-gritty of actually everything up to like a a month ago was like all for show right it's all grandstanding all posturing all making uh, a big case one way or another and then now we're in the meat and potatoes of the negotiations right and the um ec the cma FTC and all these things are going about their regular checkpoints, I'll call them, right? And uh, this is like the one of the final ones up until they have to make a final decision, right? We're at the point now where they've actually said, okay, well, here's the issues we see with it, right? Here's the, here's the issues. We're confirming these are our issues, and those are presented, right, to Microsoft. Um, and now Microsoft can officially offer the remedies the concessions whatever to try and satisfy those objections that's at least how i understand it from this point which is what was always going to happen as well and and i don't think any of us expected the eu cma or the ftc to just grant this go oh no no concessions not you're free to go right not like the countries out there with regulator bodies that have common sense and are operating under common sense. This is more operating under political reasons and stuff like that. Right. So with, with all that being said, this is the point where we're at right now. Um, and this is going to be probably in about a month or two, I think, uh, of this. And then 
we'll see what happens there. And then if shit goes sideways, then I think that's when we'll know if Microsoft will back out or not. If the EC and the CMA uh, objections get resolved between now and like that April something deadline at that point, then I think Microsoft and the FCC have until June something to work something mm-hmm. out before it actually goes to trial or something like that. No, uh, August, August August is the court date, but the deal would have to be renegotiated with Activision in Blizzard June. if it goes past, yeah, into like July. Okay, so, yeah, right. Yeah. And um, I think Microsoft told the FTC recently that they would wait until May to close the deal. Um, because, because I guess... Well, yeah, they won't. Well, play, they said they won't close until May if they close without FTC approval. If the if the e, yeah, because if the EC and the CMA both are okay with the remedies, and right. Microsoft said after they because they, that's why they want all the objections yes. from both of them before they give them. So they're going to give them to both of them. If they both accept those remedies and sign off on this deal. Microsoft's going to turn around and give the FTC one chance to accept that same set of right. remedies. Right, that's what they're going to do. If the FTC says no. Then, my, then a lot of people expect, and myself included, and again, I'm no legal expert, but just reading between lines, that's when Microsoft will close over the top of the FTC and force it into federal court because Microsoft will be feeling very confident at that point. Yeah, that mm-hmm. a federal. I judge think I think anybody would feel very confident going against the FTC yeah. in federal court right yeah. now because, like, you have a pretty <laughs> right. good winning percentage. Right. <laughs> right. Know? It's 0 and 6 for the FTC right now. It's so like going they to close over the top and then make the FTC make their next chess move, which would have to be if they're going to go block it, get an injunction, they would have to go to a federal court. Yeah, it's like so. the it's like the FTC's the Cleveland Browns. You want to have that fight. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like um we're not really worried about it if it actually we get to have this have an official officiated meeting here, but if you just get to say you win, then you win. Right, that if there's actually a judge here that actually has to oversee this thing, they're probably going to lose. Right, so um, I find that very interesting where it's at right now. I, I don't see anything still that has changed whatsoever. All that we see coming out from these things is uh, the meat and potatoes of what's going, the nitty gritty, right? The the dirtiness of this thing now, especially with the lawyers. Right, that's the interesting thing is the lawyer stuff because. They, they're these guys are like getting paid the big bucks to fight this fight, and uh, they're coming after Sony, which is very interesting. I know Nvidia's got in involved with this somehow as well, right? Uh, they've made it official that they're you know part of this challenge, I guess, to Microsoft mm-hmm. with the cloud mm-hmm. aspect. Payback. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, I think that uh, overall time will tell what's going to happen. Um, I've, I still have high confidence this is going to close. Um, but anything could happen. The thing is, like, if it doesn't, oh, well. I, I think it would be bad for Xbox. It would be bad for Microsoft. I think that uh, shit, some shit will hit the fan internally there. Um, I don't know exactly how bad that would be. As far as gamers are concerned, as far as me, like, I'm okay either way. I would hope really they would turn Activision Blizzard. Though. It would be so, very bad. I, I would just hope Xbox would turn around. And use, <laughs> yeah, I, I would hope the Xbox would turn around and use that investment with something else at that point instead of just send it to other, you know, br- branches of Microsoft and Xbox getting nothing. Right. Right. Um, 
because it's slim pickings out there now for the big publishers. Like it's becoming what's more, uh, what's actually people would want to see. Like Ubisoft, they're like unacquirable at this point because they're just a shit show. Nobody wants to take on that that circus, right? It's like they're it's like they're a circus that's on fire, right? You want to go acquire the tent that's on fire with all the clowns inside? No, you, you don't, probably don't want to stay away from that one, right? Um, so Ubisoft, no. I I feel like WB Discovery would still be interesting, right? Uh, but it doesn't seem like would. it's likely, no. you know. Um, no. EA, they want too much control, probably. And, and EA is in a really good spot again now. Yeah. They're coming back really healthy, so. so. I don't think they want to be. It's it's interesting without the without that. I don't see another big publisher getting unless acquired. They go east. Unless yeah, they go east, you have east. to go out of unless North America. East. Yeah. yeah, they could go east and do it. Try it again. Yeah, which I think they probably they probably would eventually, but I don't know if they would yeah. be have the appetite for it right now with the way the uh, everything. Why not? Goes. They might wait until hopefully election season and maybe get a new FTC in there and restrictions get laxed, um, or at least get an FTC that's just going to follow the law, and then <laughs> maybe they would try again at that point. So come back around. Right on. But we might see a bunch of smaller deals. Yeah, if it doesn't go through, so. Some of those, some of those studios out there, you know, we talked about again, certain Infinity IO, all those IOI, um, all those types of studios maybe would come into play right out the gates. For sure. Uh, all right, guys. Um, let's see here. Next up, what what else was there? Uh, I, I know I saw something else here. Nothing. Time for Age of Empires two. Yeah, let's I go. Know. Outros. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Sorry for being like I literally sat down like five minutes before we're supposed to do the show, and so I'm trying to get recap over all the uh, stuff that kind of happened. Um, but yeah, main topic. Yeah, uh, so this is I want to kind of roll through on uh, this year so far that we've had overall mm-hmm. for Xbox. I mean, it feels for me at least that it's like obliterated 2022 already. I mean, just between Hi-Fi Rush and Age of Empires Definitive Edition, like between first party stuff for Xbox. Well, yeah, because there was no first party. I, I, that's what I'm saying. We're, all, we're, all, we're it's still, but the thing is, it's it just hit February. I mean, both those games were January games, right? So in the month of January, they already had two bigger first party releases, and they did the entire year last year. And there's more yet to come, you know. But so it's, I think it's off to a really good start. Like uh, Age Two score scoring really well. People are really liking it as well. You know, the con- people are praising the controls, which they could have been. This could have gone the other way, right? A Age Two could have come out. It could be like, well, what is sh-? everybody could have said, what a shitty port. Nobody's going to play this thing. Like the controls are horrible. Blah 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 blah. But no, it's fantastic. What everybody said couldn't be done was absolutely achieved to the uh, actually exceeding my most optimistic expectations, which I was going to be more content even with more basic controls, but they just nailed them, right? Such a good experience. Uh, I, I praise my people that I see don't even play RTS games on, on Twitter and stuff, right? So Age 2 hit. Uh, I don't know how popular it's going to be, right? But still, it's another t- quality title that's in the Game Pass platform. That is a It's a day one launch here on console because this is the first time it's coming to Xbox consoles with the H2 Definitive Edition as well and the Game Pass. 
So you hit with that. It scores really well. I think it's 87 something as well. Um, and then you also have Hi-Fi Rush, which is like pre- premium quality tier uh, smash it beyond 90. just the Xbox. Yeah. 90. And that's on Meta as a 90 now. Open credit, it's still an 89 on Meta right now because a PC gamer gave it a 69. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Who the fuck was, who was that? Who who reviewed it at, at PC Gamer? I don't I don't remember who it was, but somebody at PC Gamer. Somebody and the like, whole the whole beginning of the article is praising the game like nonstop. One of those and then reviews. goes and then goes at the end and then towards the towards the end of the article is like, but as I played it longer and the hours went by, it just lost its magic like it was one of those. It's like, uh, okay. but but this is still a great entry point for a future franchise and i can't wait to see what they do next i don't think your entire first half of your article that was praising it deserves a 69 like i could see like if you came in at like an 80 maybe that sounds like, like okay. a jasper review or something yeah right but actually <laughs> by the end i didn't like it so i'm giving it a 69 yeah. even no, though it does would, all this call stuff points well. that i would not like about the game but right you know. yeah Fair so enough. but yeah 89 on metacritic 90 on open critic so yeah. You know, the it, it it's what you're describing is like <laughs> describing like a marriage or something of like a great yeah. relationship. Oh, yeah. you know, the magic Where's just the magic oh, yeah. just and, died. Yeah. The and, and, and then they and then they went whoever wrote it went to the it just doesn't give you enough reasons to want to play it when you could go play other games that are similar. That that was what 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 is, was, what is right? similar really to Hi-Fi like Rush? Devil May they like compared to Devil May Cry. They compared the combat to Devil May Cry and all these other. It, big Devil games. May Cry is not a rhythm game though, right? But they were saying because the rhythm doesn't because really matter you hack game, and slash in it. it. Oh, yes, that's yes. bullshit. Yes, that rhythm matters, yes. I, I, but you can't play but it you, and still suck right. ass, right? Right. <laughs> but the right. uh, the rhythm does matter. I know Pong. It's hard for you to get the rhythm, right? Yeah. No, uh, yeah. No. Absolutely. But it's a me thing. I don't take yeah, away from the game. I don't take away from the game because of it. It's like, no, yeah, but of course why, not. Why would you take away from a game because there's other games that you could play instead of it that are similar? Like Because fuzzy, that's what we do now. This sounds like, like that. Like I said. Is like this I the said, same guy that wrote that article for Game Rant about Starfield? No, no, it's okay. not. I know that for a fact. It's not. But but fuzzy, you're... It, what I don't understand is the 69. Like, where did yeah. you come up with that? Nice. Like, you praising all this. You're talking about how it brings you back to the Dreamcast days, the gorgeous crap. And out of it, you get a 69. Like I said, if you wanted to score it lower because personally you didn't like it as much towards the end, I can see 80, maybe yeah. even a 79 if you really want to hit it. But a 69? A 69 is almost a broken game at that yeah. point. I, I don't it's Missing it. content. Right. Um, right. Bad launch. Unable hey, to I, log in. Forspoken like, got like a 65. That's the best game I've played this year. <laughs> right. And I don't agree with that either, Jasper. So, again, that was part of the hate train. But whatever. Again, it is what it is. But I'm saying when everybody else is, I, I just don't get where the 69 came from. I, I just don't understand that. You know what it is. It's what? it's the Xbox stigma. He he docked it like at least five points because it's an Xbox game. Like like Metro did when they said that they couldn't give it credit because Xbox's first parties oh. have been so sparse. <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe this guy because they just... didn't have anything last year. We're gonna yeah. what? Get out of here! Just oh shit. Maybe this guy's just like really addicted to the number sixty nine for some weird reason. Maybe you know. Maybe maybe he just wanted 69. to give a review of sixty nine. Sixty nine. I got to score something sixty nine this year. <laughs> 
You know, and, he's like, and, I don't want Tango to get any bonuses. Screw those guys. What? <laughs> no, oh, Steel, off top. Well, not completely off topic, but side tangent. Steel hit me up today in the DMs and told me that there's uh, people out in the community that are now trying to say that we need a different, we need to have a different review score for double A games like Hi Fi Rush because what? you can't tell me that with a score of that 89 that it's better than Red Dead Redemption 2. So we need to score smaller games differently than we do AAA what? games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't. How about the reviewer so, just so, has some damn common sense and just what's a good game is a good game. And what's not they're trying game. to create classes, Fuzzy, within right. gaming. They're trying to create They're trying to create this elite class. All right, let's, let's start it. Hey, welcome to AA Magazine, everybody. Here, right. our new magazine covering AA games. And we're going to only review and talk uh, about AA games. What is a AA game? Like, uh, good question. Like, like, is how do you how do you actually like? <laughs> is there a certain it, dollar amount of investment that has to be? Right. A certain amount of developers? Right. Yep. You know, the game has but, to be. A but how do you length. judge the fun factor? So the double A game can't be as fun as a triple A game, is what you're saying, just on the basis that it's a smaller game. That, that's no as as dumb as can be. Because <laughs> right. like me being a car enthusiast, right? Right. A Ferrari, you know, right. a Porsche, th- those are right. different class cars than like your your Honda Civic or or, yeah. or your FRS, right? Or my Evo. But there's a fun right. factor. And then there's yes. the the equation of how much these freaking things cost in comparison and I maintenance. I think those people are missing it's, the it's entire a, point a, of a review. You're not supposed to like game. compare it to other games. You're supposed to review right. the game that you're playing. Right. So Exactly. <laughs> How often is the car of the year from like Motor Trend magazine or whatever like a fucking Ferrari? You know what I mean? It's like it's usually like a Volkswagen Crossport or some shit like that. You know what I mean? It's right. like uh, reviews go usually for what it is. I something mm-hmm. that's always been missed. There's too many damn comparisons and reviews of the other games. There's too many people uh, looking for only specific things that they were looking for in a game, and if it doesn't have that, they're automatically going to shit on it. There's people just need to fucking play these games for what they are and review them for right. what they are. Like it's like, so weird, man. I don't understand it. It's the only industry where you do reviews like that, where they have to look at like games from ten years ago. Like when they review TVs, do you think they really compare them to TVs from ten years ago? No, they compare them to the ones from the same freaking year with the same freaking options. It's like I, I bought a washer from you know last year, and I'm gonna compare it to ones from thirty years ago. Guess what? Well, the ones from 30 years ago don't break down in two years. So, <laughs> oh, my God. I know it's infuriating. It's infuriating. It's just crazy to me uh, like where we're at in all of this. Anyways, sorry, Mav. No, that's sorry. all right. We got a $2 super brain chat. Uh, from Can you help Splin- me find them? <laughs> <laughs> They're, uh, I don't know where they are, Fuzz. I'm sorry, man. Um, uh, one difference hit us with a $2 super chat. Says, are we talking about video games or something else? I don't, I don't know, man. I, I'm sorry. I was, I said, I guess I said sucking ass earlier, and uh, <laughs> the chat had some fun with that. Um, it's not my fault if Pong sucks ass at rhythm games, is what I was saying. Right. Right. Oh man. Um, oh, so right on time. See, it's like Beetlejuice. Yeah. Steel shows up Steel, in the chat. So, shout yeah. out to Steel Rain. <laughs> says, if God of War is a ninety, then Hi-Fi Rush can't, cannot. <laughs> Be an 89, 89 with like 20 <laughs> exclamation points there. Right. And not. It's impossible. How can this be? Or anybody who doesn't know. Different games. Steel, One has a jump uh, button. 
Steel, Steel, Steel travels the dark alleyways of the community, and he goes and finds this stuff and hears yeah. this stuff. Like it's, uh, he goes places I won't go it, because was this, I refuse to hear this nonsense. But he does. He was this in a space, a Twitter space? I don't know for sure where it came from. I don't know if it was tweets or if it was a space something he heard. But he put it in Reset quotes error. when he DM me, so I know he heard it somewhere. And I was like, "Are <laughs> you kidding me right now?" And he's like, "No, no, I'm not." Yeah. <laughs> interesting yeah. um so in that case we should only compare narrative third person action adventure uh story based games to themselves this is real spaces tweets right? and podcasts he says so in that case if god of war what yeah. one or 2018 was a what 91 or whatever yeah then where does ragnarok fall i mean like Right. You only compare it. You can only compare it to its exact likeness. It doesn't right? make any sense. Yeah, no. Um, There's no common sense involved in any of these conversations. It, Again, they're trying to create elite class within the gaming community. Right. They're literally trying to do what they claim that they are not, but we all know exactly what they're doing. They're trying to move the goalposts so far that they create their own little space. That we're elite gamers and all of you are peasants. We've so, seen this with Game Pass. I, I, we've seen this with everything. It's I, I want to know what they're going to say when Hellblade Two comes out and scores like a ninety-five or some shit like that. Oh yeah, right. No. What will that? What will they be able to say? It's a cute. It, it, it has game. too many psychological elements to it. It can't be considered. <laughs> it's too much like it's psychosis not fun. in this game to it's be compared not fun. to. It's, it's, it's more else. like watching a movie instead of playing a game. Yeah. It shouldn't be scored the same. Right. Well, no, but they really can't say that because their side <laughs> has a lot of those games. So that's the premium well, they, experience. They're more focused on TV shows now, anyway. I mean, The Last of Us. I mean, come on, let, let, let's be real. No, it, it, it's just ridiculousness. Yep. Like, I used to enjoy Twitter Spaces just for the comedy aspect, but it's like they're drinking their own Kool Aid now. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Steel. <laughs> yes. Steel. <laughs> yes. He's bringing up all the other. Con- You're not a gamer if you don't beat games. That's another one that they run with, of course. Need a license. And I need your license. gamer's license. Yes. <laughs> with the problem that I've had with Spaces on Twitter is it's become a place everything. Where the people that make the troll posts and the toxic, like yes. random, like extreme, extreme yes. opinions, mm-hmm. are just argue with each other about how ridiculous their extreme opinions are. Right? I don't like it because it shows that I'm in there and I like lurking. They don't have jobs and they don't have, <laughs> and they don't play games, so they sit on spaces all day. They they, talk. they play Twitter. That's a yes, game. They do. Yes, they do. I, I used to try, want to try and do some spaces here and there, but even me and Kate used to do one as like co- coffee yeah, talk. I remember Matt and Kate, yeah, and we would yeah. like just go around, just try to talk about whatever, whatever we wanted to. Just and you know, we would talk about like life, going around, you know, what we're doing right now, and it was fun. But then somebody would join and request mm-hmm. to speak, and all of a sudden being like, I don't know what the problem is with all these ponies. And sitting on it, and I'm like, where did did this come from? We're just talking about coffee. We're talking about our our breakfast order at McDonald's. And you're sitting here, and you're talking about how shitty some game is or how Xbox never gets the respect they deserve. That's cool. I get you, but a little off topic with what we were discussing, right? And then it becomes two hours of not even being able to speak at all because it's just people arguing with each other about this stuff. 
That's ponies? Like we talking about ponies? Yeah. All these damn ponies. All these damn ponies ruining my life, ruining my time. I can't even enjoy my Twitter no more because all these ponies everywhere. Pegasus Nation, man. Pegasus Nation. Oof. Yeah. It's crazy. Sign that contract. Yeah. Something uh, else, man. Something else. Anyways. Um, yeah. Show but- derailed. Man, Xbox is off to a great start this year, huh, guys? Yeah, they are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, but it doesn't count. doesn't count. Age of Empires. Oh, that's right. Game, the game was so in development before the acquisition. Age is a 25-year-old game. game, and Hi-Fi sucks. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Folks. Yeah, where, where's the PlayStation version? <laughs> right. You know they made one, right? And they canceled yeah. it. Yeah. Even though now uh, John <laughs> Johannes has come out and said, uh, no, no. <laughs> There was a PC version, and we had no platforms decided. Thanks when the acquisition happened. He's like, they had to have made I like a how all the Xbox studios always have to come out after the they announced his exclusive and be like, "Yeah, we're sorry, we're not making it for PlayStation, or whatever." But like, no PlayStation devs ever have to come no. out and say that. No. <laughs> no, again, it's always different. It's always different, Jasper. It's always different for Xbox. It's it's nuts. It's nuts. I've seen some of the clips of some of the, the Sony fanboys who were watching the developer direct. Yeah, I, I think it was the one you shared last night or still or Psycho. Someone shared it. Yeah, somebody shared yeah. it. But it I've seen multiple clips of them watching Hi-Fi Rush and the the hoops that they have to jump through, the backflips, the gymnastics, the mental gymnastics to try to convince themselves of why Hi-Fi Rush shouldn't be on Xbox or should not be looked at as a good game as they were watching it. And you could tell that they w- were enjoying what they were watching is absolutely insane to me over video games that the, somebody would take the mental energy to do this. Like it's I saw crazy. one where there's like the raking like logo in hi-fi rush where you get like ABC, whatever. Yeah. It's like, Oh, they stole that from devil oh, may cry. Oh yeah. It's like, oh, oh, the, yeah. it's like, it's in like 50 games, bro. Right. <laughs> Yep. What do you do when you don't have any good ideas? You copy other games. It was basically mm. what they were saying. Oh, it's cartoony graphics. It's this, another this, kid's game. Yeah, this what? this was like 20 years ago. This was a game that you'd see come out. But nowadays, no. <laughs> we, we don't want to see this. What? Who says? What are you talking about? <laughs> well, tell us Nintendo. Every fucking game they come out with is like looks like it was Thank made you. 20 years ago. Right. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I'm just Your tech is 20 years old, for God's sakes. Yeah. I mean, it's an iPhone 6s plus inside <laughs> that thing. You just guys don't aren't aware of it. Just got it's just tricked into being as a handheld. I. Uh, um, I don't know, man. I, I, I like the variety, though, you know, so far from Xbox, like having the hi-fi rush completely something that was missing, actually, from Xbox games and first party. You know, that's why I think one of the reasons it's it's valid and important, it is different. It's not like we get to play games like this every fucking day, you know? And to have a game that's actually good and hit that, come out from a first-party studio, a new original IP uh, from a Japanese studio as well, you know, like, it checks a lot of boxes, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a really good thing. And then Age 2, completely different experience. Uh, completely different type of gamer that is interested in that. You know, so um, yeah, but those are niche games. Where's the Halo Gears and Forza? They're fucking coming, okay? Be patient, <laughs> you damn pony. I know you're your favorite. Is game. Halo coming? I know you got seven thousand hours in the GT Seven fuzz, but calm down. 
Yeah, no, I know you're <laughs> kidding. Uh, but yeah, they uh, we all know those games are coming. I mean, we got Redfall yeah. this year. We got Starfield this year. We got Forza Motorsport this year. You're on, you're on mute, mm-hmm. Pong. But it looks like what you're saying. I was going to say Redfall. Redfall's already shit. So didn't you know? That's right. Oh, that you got to be online. Redfall's dead on arrival. DOA, baby. It's got online all the time, man. Can't have that. We got to complain about that. So what, what's y'all's review predictions for Redfall? Because it's not going to be shadow dropped. It's going to be an 82 or lower. I, I think originally I, I said something like between a 77 and a 79, but okay. I think it's, because yeah. they they can't get away with just bombing review bombing games, it, it's going to be like a, a low 80s at best. Even if it's like a 90 plus level game, they'll say 82 or lower. I'm like arcane though. Yeah. That's where I'm like at a mix. I'm like, it's arcane. So like reviewers like it, but at the same time, like there's a lot of negative sentiment going around with it right now. So it's like, it's either going to do really good or it's going to be like a 65. (laughs) I'll say an 85. I'll say an 85. I think, I think it can do an 85 plus. So I think it can hit it. If they, if they knock it out again, they, they, this is something they've never done before, an open world game like this. So maybe it won't work. Maybe Arcane, you know, will come out and it won't be that game that everybody thought it was going to be. But I, I think if it is, I think 85 plus because reviewers yeah. do like Arcane. They like their mechanics and it looks like they've kept a lot of that in this game. The DNA that makes it uh, an Arcane uh, title. I think that they, they will pull that off. And I think reviewers will appreciate that. And I think they will. I think they'll favor have favorable scores for this. So. That's assuming that it all launches yeah. well, like, cause it's going to yeah, be an online yeah. only no, game. Like so I if said, it's broken is, the first week, then yeah. yeah. Arcane's <laughs> doing something they've never done before. So uh, real quick too, before we jump around, um, Gene Park had a great uh, post about Hi-Fi Rush. And we all know Gene Park. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he's not, he, he's, he's a good dude. Um, I don't, I don't mind Gene, uh, but he wears his Nintendo hard on his sleeve and he's made comments in the past about xbox but he actually came out and said weird to see people jeer at hi-fi rush for being a game of the year candidate but it is and i'm a zelda mark even if i compare it to even if i compared it to breath of the wild hi-fi rush stands as a huge achievement hi-fi rush is perfect until proven otherwise that's genuine big praise from gene park for an xbox title yeah so it says a lot so, and that's the way gamers should treat games. If if it's good, it's good. It doesn't matter yeah. where it's at. And so. that's why it's selling is because it's good. Right. Nah, not even right. just on Xbox. Right. Right. Yeah, people can't say, oh, Xbox gamers just happy if it finally got something. Right. And that's the only reason it's doing good. But what about all the people that played it on Steam? Right. <laughs> Do they not count? You know, I, I don't understand. Um, but yeah, I think Redfall. Um, I think probably I'm going to say around 85. Yep. A new new I new IP. I think like if it was only purely focused on the single player elements and it had mm-hmm. this with with Arcane, I I would go Mid-90. up to probably like 89 90. I think the yep. multiplayer stuff because like I'm with I'm with Jasper a little bit. It's their first time into this, you know. And also like people look at some of those games kind of differently and how is it going to affect their experience what their people are expecting out of the game and not, right? I could like re- lower some things down. It's just hard for a multiplayer game to like get that high up. Now I understand this is purely played a single player. Maybe these reviewers mostly play it single player and they just all like, oh my god, it's the best thing ever, and, and just treat the multiplayer as an add-on option, right? 
who knows? But I, I would say like probably I'm gonna guess around 85, and I think that is fantastic. You know, I'm not one of these people that says a game is a failure unless it scores a 90. You know, it's like crazy talk to me. You got like 15 games. <laughs> yeah, I mean seriously, there's uh, the day and age of those kind of scores for the most part are like long gone. I, I feel like too much stuff is nitpicked. There's too much like hive mentality with reviewers and stuff these days. The games that score exceptionally well are usually the same result, the hive mind mentality of like, hey, we're not allowed to criticize this. This is special. You know what I mean? And then the games that are like pretty good, you know, sometimes like, well, this has all these issues and all this stuff, and that's all that's all we're gonna talk about instead of all the great things in the in the games, you know. Um, so it, it's interesting to see. Uh, think about what that's going to be. I think Starfield's probably going to be about the same. You know, I uh, honestly, I think because I think Starfield's something that's going to be overly criticized. Mm-hmm. Probably. Uh, I'm hoping people look at it for the ambition that's there and uh, play a big factor with this. Cyberpunk scored like a 90 or something when it came out. Y'all remember, yeah. like, it was like. Everybody gave it like there's people I gave it like tens, nine out of tens, yeah, all over the place. Then IGN like give it like a ten or some shit like that, and like mm-hmm. uh, I can't remember. Um, and then it ended up being like a broken mess on on most platforms and stuff, and the whole big fallout from that. So I, but I think the reviewers reviewed the copies that they were given, which was probably PC, right? And I uh, didn't get the chance to see all the other issues out there, right? I wonder how Starfield's going to play because. In this day and age, a little different now. People have less uh, tolerance for bugs all of a sudden in games. You know, we saw what <laughs> happened with the Battlefield launch. Uh, Battlefield 2042 was mm-hmm. a buggy, messed up game, right? That being said, again, I will stand on this hill. Every Battlefield game I've played was always a buggy screwed up game at launch and it took them the main issues that they had with battlefield 2042 at launch they were all fixed within like two or three weeks the hit detection issue was fixed within like two weeks right the uh um map uh issues that some people had that those were fixed within a couple weeks that then there was missing features those were like a month or two you know what i mean there was like by six months later scoreboard was six months plus later yeah Yeah, no six months later though it had pretty much everything that was missing which is for me it was kind of par for the course but the the interesting thing with battlefield 2042 is all the things that it had that other battlefield games never had yeah right and that was never like in the equation for people right it was more like let's only focus on the things that are missing they didn't have a campaign probably so You're, you're right you're probably you're probably right on that you know um and Battlefield is a good game now. It's a fantastic game. Just like its player base is diminished, right? Uh, but do you think the tolerance of bugs and games launching with issues has changed to the point to where Starfield could face that hive mentality at launch? Or do you think it's the Bethesda charm, the Todd if Howard specialness will come out? If it's a cyberpunk situation and some people are having broken game issues, then yes. If it's normal bugs for a Bethesda title, no, I think Bethesda is still one of the studios that gets forgiven if the rest of the game blows people away. 
right? I think it, I don't think that if, if I don't think it would be as, how do I want to say? It? I don't think that the reviewers would give it as favorable score as they did with Skyrim, let's say on the P you know, the PS3 version, which was a broken game at launch and they still scored it like a 93, like ridiculous. I don't think that would happen again. I think it would be in the eighties if it came out that today, but I think if Todd nails the impression out the gate of, Oh my God, I'm playing something that I've never experienced. It's going to that first time coming over yes. the landscape or whatever you do, yes. like that's going to be a major impact on that's going to be a major impact moment. Right. If he nails all the normal marks that Bethesda titles nail with reviewers, then if it's got a normal level of Bethesda bugs in it, I don't think that they, they downscore it. I think that they still scored high. Um, like I said, if it's broken though, in any way, shape or form, or somebody loses yeah. like 10 hours of gameplay because of save deletes or something stupid, then yeah, I think nowadays that'll be a harsher, uh, downgrade than, yeah. than anything else. But I think like it gets a 90 plus if it really captures that sense of wonder, whenever you come over that yeah. first hill or whatever, yeah. like it's, if you can really capture that in like, when you get into space for the first yeah. time, it's like what's out there. If he can really capture that, it's 90 plus. If, if you See, play I, this game and feel like I've never experienced this before Correct. right Correct. that's what they that's what those games have done before from them what were you saying I think, it, I, I think it's going to be a split kind of like a split decision because unfortunately because it's now under the xbox umbrella it's going to get that extra scrutiny and the bugs aren't going to be as tolerable in comparison like you'll see like your ign's will probably still give it its nines and tens but you're going to have these smaller outlets that are going to nitpick to no end like Remember all the the nonsense we heard about, oh, the thousand procedurally generated planets and people are going to be like, oh, I was overwhelmed. And, you know, there's so many planets, but there's nothing on them. It's like, can you look in our solar system and see what's on the planets around here? It's <laughs> like there really isn't much out there, but but all all th there's going to be noise and nonsense from a small group of reviewers. But some of the bigger outlets are going to see the game for what it is as far as what it brings to the table in a sci-fi space exploration type game. So you'll, you'll have some that will be nines and tens and you'll have some that are going to be sixes and sevens for nonsense, basically. And it, it's going to wind up kind of settling somewhere in the, well, the good thing with that know, is high seventies, low eighties, uh, Metacritic weighs each reviewer. So like IGN, they get like whatever their number is, it's their number, but like someone like a smaller reviewer, it's just like a random website. They usually like, take them into account. Like if they give it a 10 out of 10, it's like only two points to the review or whatever. Mm. And another thing fuzzy is that if Todd holds course with how he's going to do this, mm -hmm. the other thing is reviewers won't have a copy of the game weeks in advance. So if he holds course and he gives them a copy of the game a day before it goes live, those reviews aren't going to be ready. Mm -hmm. So everybody's going to be playing it a lot like Hi-Fi Rush, mm -hmm. and if everybody, if the player base is promoting, if the PC, again, people forget that this is bread and butter is PC. It's not console. Yes, they have a big fan base on console as well, but PC is where they make their mark. That's where the whole modding community is everything. If everybody is praising Starfield while these reviewers are reviewing, because it's going to take them a long time to have a fair review, obviously, with a game yeah. this size then that could influence them as well. So if everybody's loving it in the gaming community, the reviewers might come back with high scores knowing that they can't come yeah. in and all of a sudden go against the wave of positivity and be like, 
actually, guys, uh, I'm going to be contrarian <laughs> here, and uh, I give this game like a 70 because uh, Todd tried too much and failed again. 2,000 Planets sucks. I don't want to play this game. They're not going to do that. <laughs> I don't <laughs> want to walk on these deserted ice <laughs> right. balls. <laughs> right. What's the fun? Yeah. It, wasn't it PC Gamer that uh, gave a bad review for Hi-Fi Rush? Yeah. So I, that's, I, that's, they're, yeah. I, I'm, I'm curious to see what their review score is going right. to be like. Right, because Bethesda is a PC studio. I mean, that's that's where they made yeah. their mark. So uh, yeah. it'll be interesting. But I think that that <laughs> might influence a little bit. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe Hopefully. maybe Todd, maybe Phil says, no, Todd, you got to get this game in people's hands. You know, weeks prior, we want the reviews. We want the big push from all the major media, um, not just previews. We actually want reviews out there because we think you've done a great job. So maybe Todd goes against his M.O. and gives the game out uh, early. But I mean, I it also just depends on the reviewer because like there's some games where like there was yeah. one of the Pokemon games where someone said six out of ten, there's too much water. This game's trash. <laughs> well, like, right. right, right. We had those. But yeah. then we saw Poke, uh, Pokemon yeah. uh, Arceus or whatever come out broken, yeah. running terribly on the Switch and still got high reviews. Right. So, yeah. like I said, I think Bethesda still gets favorable yeah. reviews out of people. So we'll see. We'll see. I, I feel like you're, you're right with the bugs thing, though. So it, it's yeah. different. Like if it's like a uh, game breaking, waste your time bug or whatever, yes. it's different. Yes. Then it's like a traditional, <laughs> you know, like Bethesda bug. Well, you yeah, get like an NPC. Bethesda bugs are funny. So it's like, right. well, right. exactly. NPC, you get like an NPC. It's like, I am. <laughs> Wacky way inflatable arm too, man. My name's John. <laughs> or, the, or the death animations when they die and they yeah. do crazy shit when they die. Right. Like, that's funny shit. <laughs> Hi. Can we? He's twitching. Can we go yeah. to that space station? Somebody's head. It'll be like Undisputed where they go flying and it's like, doesn't this planet have gravity? Why are they floating? <laughs> right. I yeah. love those. Because you just sit there and you, you screen capture it and just fucking die. Right. Yep. You know, the lows are great. Um, but the uh ones where you like play and you gain you can't progress. Correct. Those yeah. suck. Yeah. Right. So hopefully not a lot of those. Right. Um and I, I that's maybe what they got the extra time for <laughs> to make sure that there's none of those in the game. Yeah, the quest um, bugs and that kind of stuff you don't want to have nowadays. I, I guess that prevents yeah. people. From I guess we'll find out in March when it launches, right, guys? Yep, that's right. <laughs> Marchers unite! March yeah, go. Yep. Yeah, we'll yeah, we forgot out. to mention. I was going to mention it last night at PM and the PM, man, but I didn't, and I totally forgot. But uh, for all the marchers out there, mm. you cult fanatics like us, uh, listen up. You can point to uh, Star Wars Survivor moving as that the word's gone out <laughs> that marches the date. And they wanted nothing to do with it. So uh, Zampella and his team were like, we're not going to have a repeat mm. uh, of uh, Fallen uh, Order. We're going to get out of the way and uh, let Starfield do its thing in March. Mm -hmm. Just saying. <laughs> and, interesting. That's adding more fuel to the fire there, Paul. Yeah. 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 Mm. <laughs> Word's gone out. You know, didn't they blame Halo for their poor Battlefield launch? Also? Yes. Yes. yes, they did. Yes, they did. You know? Well, <laughs> Fallen Order, I think a lot of people were just complaining because it came out in like November 29th or whatever it was that year. So it didn't get up for game of the year. Like, I think that was a major problem. With yeah, that and, it, and it had problems in the beginning, too. It got low reviews. It was like a 70 something, wasn't it? I think it was. Oh, I don't know. I love the I game. I think originally so. it wasn't until people started playing it and they fixed some of the, some of the issues that yeah. they started 
catching steam and then people are like no this story is actually freaking amazing this is a great star wars game so um, but yeah i'm just saying it only moves six weeks folks yeah that is a, not a very big delay you know it's not a very big pushback six weeks it's very it's like it's almost like they they should actually hmm. delay it just one more week so it's around may the 4th but that that's a whole nother story that's so that's yeah. just a move of like we needed a we need a move for a reason Right. Make sure those online servers are working for that single player game. We, this game is only going to be good if we get six more weeks of work. Okay, yep. six more weeks. That's all we need. Just please, six weeks. You know, that's <laughs> and people saying four months isn't enough, right? Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. I put those in perspective. Right. Four months is how much Starfield is delayed if it launches in March. Actually, over four months if it's late March, which is what our uh, guess was. Right. Correct. Um. That I again, we're all we're all saying you know April, May, June could be as well. But you know we're we're staying we're staying firm on this March thing to like. I'm I'm gonna say I'm sixty percent March. <laughs> I'm twenty uh, percent June, and I'm ten percent April, ten percent May. Okay, so you're still hundred percent within the six months. Yes, I'm 100% within the six months, and I could be dead-ass wrong, but I don't think I am. I'm 40-60, 40% March, 60% April. Okay, I'm, fair I'm enough. 99% March and wow. 1%, 1%, 1% 1231 of this year. One, two, three, one, two, three. Wow. Okay. Wow, I like it. I like it. Nice. <laughs> I like those if odds. they fucking do the fucking December thirty first, it's going to be a riot. People are going to be like, "Is this game coming out?" And they don't <laughs> oh my god! Like, fucking... We do need we do need an announcement of the deep dive next week. Yeah, I think that's when we're going to get the announcement of the deep dive. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, we do. I don't know. That. I think they could do that at the Super Bowl. Show like twenty five seconds of like new gameplay, yeah. and then the last five seconds be like, "Tune in March first or whatever for yeah. deep dive." Jason yeah. says four four twenty three. Nick says eighty three percent March. Blaze Ray Jenkins says six twenty three twenty three. Yep, which is an appropriate day because yeah. two times three equals six as well. Yeah. So you that can would play that, that would work. Uh, yep. John says September. Um, <laughs> John, you've been listening to too many people. <laughs> uh, Nick says three twenty three twenty three. Shout out to CD Keys. All of us were way on this three twenty three before <laughs> CD Keys came into play. Right. Yeah. I've seen Shout people say Rain. I've seen people ago. say, oh, these guys are only saying that why because of the CD no. keys thing. No, no. we were saying no. that for like months before no. the CD keys. No. Steel, Steel got the clip September? ready eight months ago. He yeah. It. Steel was the first one. Yeah. yeah. It, it, and it, it's like no. at nine He's months. He's got the clip point. on yeah. living split screen when he said. Yeah. It, so. Honestly, the CD key things didn't change me anyway because it's a third party website. They're not going to have. Yeah date so it's like yeah but it's funny know. that they picked that date, yeah. jasper so either they've been listening to the community and they're playing along to get traffic to their site uh because they don't that's not a normal placeholder date for them normally yeah. they do the december thing when they don't know so it is a little odd that they did it that way but i could see why they would do it just to get people there too as well yeah. so chris jones says 100 percent march okay 100 percent well, Chris Jones was 100% that Square Enix is getting bought by Xbox. <laughs> that's so. true. He was. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Chris. He, he'll still say that's going to happen. Yeah, see, he will still say that's going to happen. Again, yeah. there's no reason why it can't happen yet. 20, so 20 years from now, we'll still be, hey, Chris, how's it going? <laughs> Square's still going to get bought by Xbox. Let me tell you there, sonnies. It's going to happen. I got a feeling in my in my 
my creaky bones. Square forecloses and like they have no uh, place anymore. It's like I, they're bringing Xbox, bringing them back. <laughs> Square Enix is gonna happen, my guys. It is. I'm telling you what. Um. Uh. We'll see. I'm thinking they go gold on uh, Valentine's Day. Ooh. What it? What it's gonna be? I have a. I, I got a question for you guys. Okay. We got no like big actual Call of Duty release this year, right? Right. Mm-hmm. First time in long time. There's no Battlefield. You know, there's like some games there's are exclusive that could have been multiplayer expansion big. rumored for the late this year. Here's my question. Without Call of Duty releasing this year, what's going to be the number one selling game this year? FIFA. Hmm. <laughs> there's no FIFA. Zelda. anymore is there well, i think this i think this is the last year for fifa this year is right? I, I don't know so. i i think it's going to be a toss-up between zelda and uh jedi survivor zelda hmm. Hmm. and then third will be starfield depending on when spider-man comes out if spider-man comes out yeah. late or early fall like it can have a long time to sell yeah this year. if if it yeah. comes out in November, I don't think it hits. But if it does come out in that time yeah. frame, I, I give you that one too. Let, let's cancel Zelda. the sports games. Is this, yeah. Let's just like erase those. <laughs> they, they're, I, I, I'm like arguing against our own argument that all games are considered <laughs> within themselves. But just for the sake of this conversation, let's push the sports games out. Because you yeah. can say NBA, F- FIFA, Madden. They're all going to sell like crazy, right? Like, uh, mm-hmm. like they do every year. Um, Call of Duty was the given every year that's going to be like the number one seller usually mm-hmm. Elden ring right. last year, I think uh, yep. may have surpassed mm-hmm. it surpassed call of duty. I think call of duty took it back. Call of duty call of duty took it back, took it back? Yeah. overall. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And in a short period of time as well, because like Elden ring had all fucking year. Right. Yeah. Um, call of duty. So, but it was a big release. I mean, it's modern warfare. Too, Correct. Right. Right. If this was like Vanguard year, I think Elden ring would have held up. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, Outside of sports games, yeah, no, I mean it's got to be Zelda or Spider-Man Two. Well, I, I was listening to Xbox Two a little bit earlier, and they were making a case a little bit of that Hogwarts Legacy is probably going to sell really well. That too, yeah, mm-hmm. it's the number one selling game on all systems right now. So for pre-orders, what about Diablo? Too niche. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's not on everything. P- big PC community with yeah. Diablo. Right? Yeah, no, P- it's going to sell a ton on PC. Right, it's gonna sell a ton. I don't know. I, th- how I well think it's it eleven mil. It'll do like an eleven mil. Yeah. In comparison, I think it will be interesting to see how long the sell is for Hogwarts. Like with so much shit coming out next couple months, like is that going to continue to pop off or is it? Resident Evil just... Four is going to be big. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's going to be huge. I, I kind of I agree that Zelda will probably be because like I think yeah. like every even though it's on one platform. Well, there's 150 million you Switch, you right. you're going to yeah. buy right. Zelda, right? Yeah, for the most, it's mm-hmm. like that game you have to get, like yeah, for them. So yeah, I think that's why. <laughs> hmm. No PSVR no, game's but... going to get the, on the list. No, uh, someone would have to buy like <laughs> 17 copies by themselves. <laughs> If we all band together, if we all band together and buy a hundred copies each of all, we'll, we'll get this on the charts. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I, I don't uh, know. Sp- Spider Man and, and Jedi Survivor, just because of the IPs. I mean, people are going to probably buy them that aren't even going to play them just for the collector 
or collection to their either comic books or to their Star Wars collection. I mean, I, I can't imagine that being a lot of people that are going to be like that, but I think both of those still do. I don't, how well did like Jedi's lifetime mil. sales? Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know how well Fallen Order did. Like, I mean, I start, that Starfield did 11. being Game Pass kind of hurts its potential. Yeah. To, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, get those yeah. numbers, right? Uh, uh, June 11, 2021, Jedi Fallen Order had surpassed 20 million. Wow. But that was a whole year, right? Or yeah. That's couple, still twenty million for couple, the first was, June June of twenty twenty one. So oh, okay, so that was been, two years. Is it yeah. wait, mm-hmm. I got a question. Is this one cross gen or is it next gen only? Uh I think it's next gen. Yeah, I think it's next gen only. If it's next gen only, that that has a big impact on how well it can sell, I think, because you still have more old consoles out there than new, I think, for the most yeah. part. It's about fifty fifty yeah, maybe for actual player bases that and like we saw in the god of war numbers like god of war had like 11 million total sold i think and like almost half i think was on ps4 right yeah so rag hogwarts hogwarts legacy if it gets the reviews and it gets the hype if it lives up that definitely could i mean jez and Rand could definitely be correct about that yeah i don't know if they said it's going to be the number one selling game they they were just talking about it's going to sell really well um and I've I've I get the reasoning why because when's the last big good Harry Potter game that's come out? Never, right? <laughs> yeah, Lego, Lego. Harry but ha, ha, I understand the controversy that there is behind the brand or whatever. Yeah. but like, yeah, that's, it's that's still not, that's not gonna. It's actually that's increasing gonna, sales. That's gonna so. impact it, like maybe a few people from buying the game, like in the grand scheme More of things. More people are now buying the game because of that backlash. Probably, that yeah. they, it actually has a reason. So or it's wiped. Crossed each other out. Yeah. It's canceling. <laughs> so I, I'm thinking like this game is this cross? Is that next gen only? Or yeah, is that it's everything. No, April, April. It gets it's even game. on the Switch. It's on. Yeah. Okay, it's on the Switch, right? So yeah, come April, April will be. I mean, I, I don't know, man. I feel like with this, with everything, the Switch and all that stuff, it has a chance to be there. Um, any Xbox. The one thing about Game Pass, like. They don't use that as a metric because like the subscription Correct. services is like where their uh majority of the player base is for at this point, right? So it's mm-hmm. like um but it's still gonna sell Starfield and these games like that yes. are gonna sell well on Steam and all these other things. So they're oh, still yeah. gonna be in the millions, multi millions, yep. right? But yeah. uh the number of users of the game, I feel like for Starfield and some of these games are gonna be pretty big. Like Forza Horizon, remember it took them almost like like no time to hit twenty million. Yeah. Uh, users on Forza Horizon, which right. is crazy. But that's a fucking racing game, right? Twenty million within like it was like a couple weeks, I think uh, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you put it was that the most in pers- accessible racing game, though, so. yeah, it is for sure. I don't think Forza Motorsports going to surpass those no. numbers because no. of what Horizon is. Um, but it shows the power of Game Pass and and people because mm-hmm. everybody that was playing it is paying for access to it one way or another. Right. Right. Yeah. It's not like they're just like getting it for fucking free, you know? <laughs> so it matters, you know, that for the amount of people that are, are playing the game. Um, do y'all feel no, like I think Starfield hits 20 million users within two months? Hands down. Oh, you think about it, though, Pong, like Steam is going to be a massive game on Steam, 
right? It's going to be massive. If it hits, I'm trying to think how long did it takes Skyrim. We're in a different. Just try it's to also you're limited enough. It's not on PlayStation, so you got to count. It's not on PlayStation there. 2, which is another big part of it. And um, depending on PC specs, maybe people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a Forza big, Horizon's that's a not on PlayStation, so right. I I think Starfield has a bigger draw. Maybe not initially because yeah. Horizon's like that known quantity, but Starfield being the biggest IP in a very long time for Xbox, it's it's going to hit the twenty million within a short period of time. Now, as far as overall sales, I I think it does ten to eleven mil within the first six months. Maybe within the first, well, definitely by within the first year, but that I, the sales aspect, I think depends kind of on if they do like what Forza did with the deluxe copy and maybe early access or additional content, additional suits or something like that, or a special space, uh, spaceship or something. If they do that, then you're, you're going to see the sale of that deluxe upgrade and then the Steam copies, and then the people that are going to buy it, even if they already have Game Pass, is going to hit that 10 million mark within the first year, if not within the first six months. You do you have Minecraft coming out? It's not Sky a mainline Minecraft. Skyrim but... peaked all time on Steam at 40,000 concurrent players. That was a long time ago, too. Though. It was so, a long time ago, yeah. and everything's changed. I understand that. I'm just trying to I'm trying to base it also, though, Jasper, that it is a sci-fi game, and not everybody's in the sci-fi as well, right? Just like high fantasy, there's, you know, not everybody's in high fantasy. So I wonder if that balances out or people look at it and think it's too big and don't jump into it. But with it being in Game Pass, again, everybody, it's no risk. So I definitely... Oh, that's a big bold claim, Fuzzy. I'd love to see it. If it hits I, twenty million in two two months, that's going to be a huge deal. I almost feel like though, like Starfield to Xbox would be like Zelda for Switch. Yes, right. Yes, like if you Zelda, own a, if you own an Xbox or you have a Game you Pass subscription, it. you're gonna have yeah. to try Starfield. Right, right. Yeah. Fallout Four all time peak on Steam was four hundred and seventy one thousand. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus. I should have looked at Fallout Four. I didn't even think about it. I just looked at Skyrim. That's pretty good yeah. peak. That's a pretty good peak for that type of game. Hell yeah. Single player game. Yeah. Um, and that's 17,000 people playing it 18 minutes ago. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That more people playing like it right now. Three times what's playing Halo Infinite right now. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Probably so. Do you see how many are playing on, Ste on Halo Infinite on Steam right now? Yeah, Jasper? look it up. <laughs> People say kind of that like 5, people don't play at these Bethesda single player RPGs, right? Yeah, that's not true. 6,000. 6,000? 6, so over Sky over twice as many people on Steam playing Fallout 4. Than Skyrim's got 2,500 right now. <laughs> yeah. What about... Uh, if there's no way to look up the Xbox numbers. Right? No. No. For either of those. No, because... But, but uh, what, two weeks ago or last week when somebody looked, because you can see the most played games and they've got yeah. them in ranking, uh, Halo Infinite was 20 and Skyrim was 21. So. <laughs> wow. Great. Fantastic. <laughs> and we wonder why the team was laid off. <laughs> a, a fucking like 10 year old game. So you talk about 10 year plan. Yeah. Uh, Skyrim. <laughs> Skyrim with modding was basically a 10 year plan. Uh, yeah. It's basically a game as a service. Again, Starfield, if it hits, is a whole different level because of what the modding community is going to be able to do with it. Like it's going to be, again, yeah. Star Wars, Star Trek. 
you go down the list of all the best sci-fi stuff of what people are going to be able to put in that game it's going to be stupid it's right. gonna, it's going to it's going to carry on forever yeah starfield it will be i i am going to stand behind it it'll be like that zelda experience everybody that's got a game pass subscription is going to try it it'll yeah. be playable in the cloud probably as well you know oh, yeah. and uh they'll have a pc they'll have it on xbox what if they'll have touch controls for it that would be nuts, man. <laughs> but did y'all see uh, Jez posted that the Age 2 has touch controls? Yes, it does. It's crazy. Like, I... Again, as not a phone player, I can't even imagine, because I hate touch controls so bad. Yeah. Is it like... Does it, like, make the X- AXB, like, pop up on the screen, or do you, like, touch the icon? No, you touch you the wanna... units and stuff that you want to move, yeah. and you touch the on-screen, like, for buildings and stuff that you want to make. Hmm. He said, like, there was a couple things that were... He w- w- would like them to add like a pinch and zoom feature yeah. and like a double tap. Um, but they said like they're like they're very intuitive. I haven't tried it yet. Yeah, there was a Age of Empires mobile game that was kind of like that, so I can kind of yeah. see that. Hmm. All right, so let's play this game. What about Redfall? How many users on Redfall? How many sales? Sales? Three about million five? by the end of the year. You think you can hit five? I think it's it it's going to be like between four and five. I think users that we see within the first couple of months will probably be somewhere around like six million. But actual sales, I think, will be like three or four mil between like PC and Xbox itself. Right on. I, I mean, this the, the reason I'm asking is because like arcane games have always been so niche, right? Mm-hmm. But I this one has. You're on mute, Pong. <laughs> more, more people will touch this game yeah. than any other Arcane game. That's for damn sure. Yeah. That's going to be the power of Game Pass for Arcane, a studio like that. More people will download it because it's just in Game Pass and try it with their friends because it's co-op. They will they will have more eyes on this game than they've ever had on any of their other games ever in time. Guaranteed. Right. Yeah, that's instantaneous. That They even talked about that, that that was nerve-wracking to them because they're not used to that. So... so do you think they'll hit 10 million players? Mm-hmm. Unique players? Yeah. 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 That's pretty big for an arcane game. Yes. Right? It's potential. It's it's a lot of potential for that studio. If if they can hit it, it, it could be gigantic. That, that really I, how many how many what's the peak on Hi-Fi Rush on Steam, Jasper? Like I think it's like 6,000. Yeah, 6,000. 6,000 something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Well, 417 on Fallout 4. Yeah. God, man, <laughs> that is crazy. Is that, people forget. And I, that's I, that, that's when Bethesda that. had their own store and they were trying to get people right. over to the Bethesda store. Yeah, too, so yeah, I remember like, that. Man, we've talked about this. People forget how big Bethesda games are, man, when they come out. Yeah, like, that, and people, people just don't understand. I, I That's one thing with the conversations about Starfield and people talk yeah. about Fallout 76 and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, just don't understand. They, they just don't understand. It's like, the short-term memory effect really comes into play when people start talking about Bethesda, right? Um, as as a how legitimate the studio is and and all that kind of stuff. It's like they haven't had it. They can't make games anymore. They used to be good back in the day. Well, they haven't made one of their big mainline titles until right. since Fallout, Fallout Four, yep. right? Like mm-hmm. that. They've been again. They've been working on Starfield since Fallout Four. Right, and we see how big of a success Fallout Four was. Mm-hmm. You, you can't look at Fallout seventy six and compare it to what Starfield is. It's a completely no. different type of game. Is it an open world type experience? 
Yes. Fallout 76 didn't even have any fucking NPCs in it when it launched. <laughs> yeah. And the and the bots that you fought were all T-posed just frozen around the fucking Yeah. <laughs> Fallout 76 peaked like early like their first month at 15,000 yeah. and then dipped all the way down to 4,000 at one point and now they're back right now. There's 8,800 people playing Fallout 76. Yeah. And it had it's had a resurgence. It's not yeah. bad now. No. Like it's actually a good Fallout. They, they've they've added a, a lot to it, right? Um as they should have to stand behind people that bought the game, right? Uh, which I'm glad they were committed to doing that. And it's a good experience now. It's, you can have fun with it. It's still, to me, not what you'd look for if you're looking for that Todd Howard single-player RPG experience, though. You know what I mean? And that was never going to be what Fallout 76 was, mm-hmm. right? This yep. was a try and get into that live service element type thing from Bethesda. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, you can't just like discount what the studio, the main studio, does. For I will say for like Fallout seventy six like though, like that's the first game that I had a bunch of friends like hop into Fallout universe within, and like it was such a bad experience. Like they're never touching Fallout and stuff again. So it's like that's it hurt, it's stuff. put a stank on a lot of people. Yeah. yeah, because they don't probably know. You yeah. know what I mean? Like. That that is true, and that's why you see people can make these comparisons because they just assume, oh, this is the next Fallout game, right? Or this is that, or this is that, you know, and uh, they don't understand like who's making, actually making the game, right? Who is behind this game? Correct. What is there's still a huge what kind of game it is compared to the other kind of games that they make, and all these different factors that play into this, um, like their lesson from Fallout Four as well. Yeah, they, four they yeah. destroyed with going away from the RPGs. And what did they focus on with Starfield? They said, we're going back to the classic RPG yeah. aspects that we used to have. Again, they learned mm-hmm. their lessons. That's I, I feel like make a big difference. Starfield will be that return to glory for them. Where people really understand. Oh, shit, we forgot. I apologize <laughs> for the slander over the last several <laughs> years. I forgot who you was. I understand again. My bad. I'm going to stand back and let you do your thing. God, Howard. Right. Um. And uh, I, I really hope that's what happens here. My God, ESL when it first launched had like a thousand people, under a thousand people back in 2014, and now right now there's eighteen thousand seven hundred people playing. Eighteen thousand playing ESL yeah. right now. Right. That's uh, I, that's I think three it's because uh, ESL Halo Infinite. <laughs> I think ESL launched exclusively in the Bethesda store at that time. Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I didn't remember if it did or not. I mean, it had dropped down, but even like 2016, it was like 1,800 concurrent players at one point. 1,500 in 2016, and now it's at 18,000 right now. That's how big ESL has come back to. Ridiculous. Yeah. It's I interesting. Think the big thing. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead, Fuzz. Go ahead, Fuzz. No, I was going to say, I, th- I think the big thing that, that's going to be talked about when Starfield hits is you're going to have the debate going back and forth, which is the better sci-fi RPG? Is it Mass Effect or is it yep. Starfield? Correct. I think that's going to be the biggest discussion. Mm-hmm. Af- after people have already taken pictures on various settlements that they've built on moons yep. and other planets they've traveled to and they've completed the story or they're good, you know, 200, 200 hours in. I'll tell you what, if there's discussion. a fucking minute, man, I'm not signing up for them motherfuckers again. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I, I think that's going to be the bigger uh, debate is, is Mass Effect as a trilogy, the better story or mm-hmm. is Starfield, you know, the better story. Yep. Oh, I love Kate's new emoji. 
uh episode that's <laughs> <laughs> an inside joke with jasper uh absolutely love it um oh that thing you guys explain that kind <laughs> <laughs> of um, tell like exactly what's on it and uh, the emojis have to be so damn small yeah i know i i can't see what the starfield one says marchers marchers, marchers. oh yes love it let's yes. say marchers okay Yes. Way to go. Way to go. Hey, if you're a marcher, you know, use your fucking marcher emoji here. Yeah. We'll stand behind it. We got a stamp here. Everything. Marchers unite. Reverend Pong says March. Actually, Jasper says March. Let's see. uh, Sus 3-bit says March. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Even Keeley's on the March train. Let's go. Oh, What? (laughs) <laughs> and, and oh, she she got rid of the Keely emoji. Yeah, I can't use it. Um, <laughs> love love it, babe. Thank you, thank you. Um, Marchers Unite, amazing. All right, so well, guys, fun conversations. Uh, and le- was there anything else big time important that I missed? No, no. I mean we. We need to let you go so we can get your H2 game in. <laughs> I want to get one game in. Tonight. <laughs> Let's go. All right. Everybody, you guys rock. Thanks for tuning in tonight on episode 124 of Xbox Ultimate Podcast. I've uh, been seeing lots of awesome people in the chat. You guys are amazing always for the support. Um, thank you so much. Appreciate you for, uh, for being here. And uh, let's let everybody know where they can find this awesome panel and what we got going on this week. Uh, Fuzz. Uh, go ahead and list every day of the week and what you got going on. <laughs> oh, it was awesome being on here with you guys, and thanks to everybody in the chat. Uh, if you want to hear any of my endless rambles or see any of my game clips, just follow me on Twitter at Fuzzy underscore Belvedere. You can also catch me on the Shop Podcast tomorrow, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, right on PTK Blam's channel with Pong and PTK Blam. Uh, Monday, you can find me on Xbox Lunch Break Special, 12 noon on Double Barrel Gaming with Mr. Boomstick. Uh, Once again, that's 12 noon on Double Barrel Gaming. And then FSP later that evening, 10 p.m., right here on this channel on Fun Speculation uh, Network. And then you can catch me on uh, Breakfast with Boom Friday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, right on Double Barrel Gaming. And then right back here on Xbox Ultimate with the family at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. See y'all next Friday. Appreciate it, Fuzz. If you if you ever <laughs> if you ever go and make this a business, Mav, you do have to include network just because. That's oh, be I, yeah, com- that's got to be the parent company. It's got to be the oh, fun yeah. speculation fun network. speculation network <laughs> and all of, and all of its subsidiaries. You know, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have all of its subsidiaries out there. We'll branch out and. And start making investments here and there. You know what I mean? Uh, Fun Speculation uh, Network acquires the rights to living split screen for $1 billion. Uh, Fun Speculation Network acquires... Yeah, that'd be amazing. Yeah, what, be. We can all dream, right? We'll start a Patreon for the Fun Speculation Network to get it off of the ground floor. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, Jasper... Yeah, going on. Yo, bro. yo, check it out. Lord Jasper Twitter, Lord Master Jasper YouTube. Uh, Monday night, FSP, 10 o'clock, Fuzzy, Psycho, maybe three bit will join us this week. He's been gone for like a month and a half or two, so maybe he'll come back. Who knows? Then it's right back here <laughs> Friday night, 10 o'clock. Uh, we skipped last week, but we're back this week, 30 minutes late. So check that out. Friday night's Xbox Ultimate. <laughs> right on, bro. Appreciate it. Jasper. 
maybe you'll start making content again one of these days. Yeah, maybe I will. Maybe will. You just keep <laughs> got it. You just keep watching episode three on demand. Yeah, it's just so good. Yeah, uh, we're talking about Halo, everybody. Just so you know, Halo, the Halo show, uh, Pong Soul. Yes. Where can everybody find I'll, you? How, how pissed are we gonna be if we find out Three Bit's been working on Starfield this whole fucking time? <laughs> how you pissed are we gonna be that you he know did? he has been very <laughs> suspicious lately? Yeah. You know what I mean? You seen the green screen? Mm-hmm. You saw the green screen post right on Twitter? Yeah. I think yeah. it was just like a commercial or something, though, right? Sure, maybe. Or what if he's yeah. taping for some freaking behind the scenes for the Starcase showcase? showcase. <laughs> you think they're going to interview him? Yeah, right, right. Maybe he's been doing something like major with yeah. Starfield. We didn't know it because he's yeah. playing, oh, I've been working on Fable. and Oh, I did a little something for the developer direct. And this whole time, that <laughs> motherfucker has been working on Starfield. Yeah. I would be so tired. Probably. The three bit, we're going to see him during like the, the deep dive. Hi, I'm right. a Mario uh, yeah. from the Fun Speculation Network. And It's like uh, one of those videos where they like to highlight their artists or whatever. It's like, right. yeah, this is a, a new artist we just hired this year. Look at right. how far he's gone. Right, exactly. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm going to be pissed. Wow. Anyways, uh, thank you all, brothers. Uh, great night. Uh, obviously, uh, Friday night. This is a great way to uh, end the week here. Uh, so uh, great time with you guys. Great discussions tonight. Chat, you're all amazing as always. So I can't see your faces, but you all look beautiful anyways. So thank you all for being here. Uh, and then, of course, you know what the drill is. Tomorrow morning, get the, get up early. Uh, rise and shine with with uh, Steel and Pong tomorrow morning on Living Split Screen, 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 o'clock Central Time, where we're going to cover all the topics because we got to let, let Steel get his bars off because he uh, – doesn't do as many shows as we do, so it's always interesting to get Steele's take on a lot of this yeah. stuff. And we're going to be talking a lot of different things tomorrow as well. There was some Mech Warrior information that came out, which I'm sure Steele and I will cover because we are excited for Mech Warrior Six. Uh, so this is going to be fun uh, tomorrow morning. Be there, living split screen, 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 o'clock Central Time, um, and then of course tomorrow night it's the Shop Podcast over on PTK Blam's channel along with Fuzzy. I will be there. Fuzzy, we don't have a guest this week yet, do we? No, nothing. No. no. Okay. Um, so it is going to be the shop podcast Saturday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 o'clock Central Time, like Fuzzy said. Be there. It's the best place to end your Saturday night. We're going to have great conversations tomorrow night as well. And then, of course, it all starts ne- next week again. Xbox Factor every Tuesday, 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 o'clock Central Time. Double Barrel Gaming, Mr. Boomstick, all good things green every tuesday afternoon be there and then of course thursday it's p.m in the p.m pong and mav in the p.m if you didn't catch last night's episode go check it out mav and i had some good conversations even though mav was dying every two minutes of coughing uh he got I tried through to mute as much through. as possible I oh i know I, you were doing a great job but man i felt bad for asking you to talk so much i'm like <laughs> dude i gotta hear your thoughts on it i knew when we yeah. got to the halo topic it was gonna be bad because i knew you were that yeah i wanted to talk about. but i kept having to stop in the middle of talking <laughs> um but yeah i didn't have a lot to say about that it's, yeah no that's okay anyway, we got we got through it you you definitely powered through that show so no we had a great time last night uh otherwise everybody it's the golden age of gaming no matter what happens, marchers unite. We're going to keep the hope alive, the dreams alive. No matter what happens, though, it is the golden age of gaming. And we got tons of stuff to play, including Age Empires 2 Definitive Edition, which is freaking amazing. So get out there. Enjoy your weekend. Play what you love. Love what you play. And I'm going to talk to you in less than, what, about 10 hours from now. So I'll yeah. see you then. Peace Thank out, you. everybody. Thanks uh, again for watching. And. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs>
What had happened? <laughs> oh, his pong soul sign fell off. <laughs> oh no! Did, oh, did you break your? You didn't break your pong sign, did you? Is it broken? No. Okay, that's good. All right. I'm so happy. There, I'm back. Broken. I just connected my mic and everything. Okay. Everything fell down. All right. Anyway, guys, have a good one. Thanks again for watching. You all rock. Peace out. Later. Hey. Later.